Welcome to The Thought Vault, where we learn to unlock our minds to live with more purpose and bold intention. I'm your host, Emily Vermillion. Take a deep breath and let's get started. Welcome to The Thought Vault, and in today's episode, we are talking about the unknown and how we can embrace it with confidence. The story of Gideon is so interesting to me. As someone who overanalyzes and doesn't want to lose control, or at times feels like I'm completely incapable, I identify with his journey. He questioned his ability and tested God's choice of him to carry out a calling on his life. I've been there before, and I know I may be there again and again throughout my life. The truth is it can be hard to be confident in God's provision and presence in our lives when we are overwhelmed with the reality of our situations or who we think we are or how we will be. Not having clarity on the truth of God and who he says we are in his word will keep us from living a life that is confident in who God has created us to be and the mission that we were created to accomplish. Self-doubt can be paralyzing. But we were not intended to live in doubt and struggle with the reality of God's truth. He gave us his word. When we find awareness in our daily lives, when we can truly have gratitude, God's truth can and will prevail over our emotions. An example of God's truth prevailing over emotions is clear in the story of Gideon. God called Gideon to be a mighty warrior and free Israel. But Gideon was unsure of this. Gideon didn't feel qualified or capable of rising to the occasion God was calling him to answer, and Gideon had self-doubts. You see, he wasn't fearful of serving God or wanting to follow him, but he was in disbelief God chose him to wage war in his name. In the parable of Gideon, we learn that Gideon asked God three times for assurance, and each time God completed the test. You can read in chapter 6 through 8 of Judges to find out the details, but to sum it up, God answered Gideon's test through a fire of a sacrifice Gideon brought him, through dew being on wool when he woke up in the morning and the ground being dry, and again through the wool being dry and the ground being wet. God obliged Gideon. God had grace over Gideon's confusion and worry and doubt. Reading the story and knowing the history of all the wonders God does for his people, it's hard for us to imagine questioning God's call when it seems so blatant. I mean, an angel of the Lord literally appeared before Gideon and told him he needed to wage war in God's name because God was going to free Israel from the Midianites. He told him, this is what you're going to do in God's name. And Gideon still was unsure that he would. Or could. I often believe, this is a side note, that a lot of us feel like God doesn't show up like that these days, but I beg to differ. I think we're just too distracted and self-involved to notice sometimes. But getting back to the point, I think we need to recognize the position Gideon is in because it's one we find ourselves in sometimes, and for many of us right now, given the climate of what's happening around us. Gideon was living in a time of uncertainty. As a nation, Israel was crying out to God and not understanding where he was. They felt forsaken. They were being oppressed, and they were starving. And even given the circumstance as a whole, when Gideon was approached by the Lord of Christ, he told him, I am from the weakest family, and I'm the youngest in my family. 
he was uncertain of his qualifications and felt like he was virtually unknown. How could he free his entire nation? I know we aren't necessarily in these circumstances, but as the body of Christ, our position and beliefs are being exponentially oppressed. And many believers are crying out to God for intervention. We've been struggling as a nation to stand united, and the unrest occurring daily is greatly worrisome. The health of our economy, the change in our daily lives, work environments being altered, and the fear of financial ruin and the economy crashing, all the unrest has many of us questioning what is happening. What will the future bring? Like Gideon, some of us feel unqualified to answer the call God has in our lives. We feel we need assurance that we are capable of withstanding the uncertainties we are dealing with, that we are strong enough to have a bold voice of our convictions against many. And what I noticed about the story of Gideon is that God doesn't rebuke Gideon for asking God to show him signs of his confidence in choosing Gideon. In this circumstance, God obliges him. This instills confidence in Gideon that he is equipped to lead the freedom of Israel because God is working through him. When we are wading through the unknown, our understandings of things can get sticky. Stability is an innate requirement we have as humans. We thrive when we feel assured. Fear is minimized when we can anticipate what's to come of our actions, but when we are in a state of unrest, that confidence sure begins to wane. The story of Gideon gives us a picture that if God is calling you to take action in some way, there is purpose. And while I can empathize with Gideon and needing that extra assurance, it's just another example of God's faithfulness. We have the promise of Jesus Christ, and as believers in him, we are able to rest in knowing that God has created us for purpose, regardless of the outcome. If we are serving God and following his lead in our lives, it will teach us what it is needed for our relationship with Christ to grow, which is treasured above all else. Lately, I have felt the seeds of doubt try to sprout. That rhymed. <laughs> and I've had moments of, what am I doing? Being confused about the direction and efforts I'm taking to forge a path for the purpose I feel called to do right now in my life. And this applies to many respects. It all feels uncertain. How much do I explain to my small children about the coronavirus? Do we attend church in person right now or not? What activities do we sign the kids up for? What about seeing people outside our immediate family? What plan do we make for our futures? Is the economy going to crash? What are we doing about human trafficking? How do we save all the children? And that's not even getting close to dealing with the political strife going on, which all seems completely disillusioned. It all feels lost. And unknown. And I think some of us are walking around feeling insecure and anxious. Gideon felt this way too, and yet God was there and had been there. He not only was present, he brought about drastic change in their lives and freed them from their bondage. When dealing with doubt, we learn from Gideon, we can talk to God about having confusion, being worried. God doesn't expect perfection from us. He wants to forge a relationship with us. So if we are bringing him our inner thoughts and feelings, he will meet us there and bring us wisdom and peace. Uncertainty will always be a part of our journey because we do not control life. All we can control is our response to it. When we are facing times of confusion, concern, and doubt, it's easy to allow those feelings to dictate our responses and choices. What we need to do instead is work on thinking positively and affirming the truths that we know are from the word of God. 
Just like Gideon, we can express our confusion and concern and our worry to God. Those feelings are not off limits to him, and he will respond to us. Embracing how we are really feeling and what are our actual thoughts helps us define what we're really uncertain about and pray in a manner that is more specific and more honest. In turn, we will have a much more open and intimate relationship with God, revealing more about our hearts and what we're focused on and what we're prioritizing, making the season of uncertainty a lot more manageable. One way I practice having a better understanding of what I'm thinking about when I'm feeling confused and uncertain is to write it out. Write it down on paper, type it out on your phone, put it out in front of you physically so that you can read it back to yourself and think about it. Is this the root cause? Are these the seeds of doubt, so to speak, that are penetrating my thoughts and causing this uncertainty and this emotional upheaval? Really dig into what are the facts of the situation and pinpoint what part of those facts are making you nervous. Once you can decipher through what you're thinking about, you can have more pointed requests when you're praying or reading your Bible and allowing moments of clarity to come about even when you're discussing these things with peers and people that you rely on and trust with your life situations. Having more understanding of exactly what's bothering you helps all of those conversations, all of those prayers, and all that time in the Word really come together in a way that you can gain assurance and clarity on the truth of who God says you are and the wisdom He uses to speak to you through His Word and through other people in your life and through coming to Him in an intimate way in prayer. And I think it's a, a very important point to note that you are not the only person that has doubts or confusion. And I believe that first and foremost, you should bring those to the Lord and be in prayer over them and, and reading scripture and really affirming in your heart and in your mind the truth of what God says. And I also think it's a great addition to use the people in your life that you know are yoked in Christ and believe his word and, and confide in them. Talk to them about it because they may be able to point you to scripture and they may have an appointed time through Christ to talk to you in that moment that you are choosing to confide in them. To paraphrase a book I'm currently reading by Bob Goff called Dream Big, I read a chapter in which he talks about some of our biggest, biggest moments in life, those that impact us the most, that push us forward in life and propel us to another place in our journey, to the moments that truly change our lives and impact us in major ways. He calls them our yikes moments. Nothing is going to be accomplished when we're just staying in our same comfort zone, our same little bubble that we experience every day. And this goes back to a previous episode, episode 13, all about comfort and its dark side. It's in our yikes moments that we get to experience something new that can take us in a new direction entirely. Going back to our story of Gideon, if he decided to turn his back and not answer this call that God was laying on him, if he had decided to not move forward in that effort and push through this yikes moment, so to speak, to accept this very uncertain time in his life where he felt confused and incapable, but still passionate and wanting to serve Christ, if he had turned his back and didn't rise to the occasion, how would the story have gone? Yes, his uncertainties caused him to question, to pause, to search for confirmation in his heart 
of what God was calling his heart to accomplish. And he brought that before the Lord. God's grace was given to him. God made it a point to assure him. And he decided to push forward. Gideon pushed through and became one of the greatest warriors, liberating his entire nation from oppression and changing all of their lives because Christ called him to it. And Christ was working through him. The outcome, the outcome had no limits with God. The thing about uncertainty is actually no surprise. We don't know what the outcome will be. And the solution is to face it. When God is spearheading your thoughts in life, you are rising to the call. Even if you're going into it saying, yikes, ambition and circumstances we don't expect can alter our life and help us grow in ways that draw us closer to God, closer to those we love, and ultimately help us grow in good character to be more like Christ and to know him more. My message here is to embrace uncertainty, affirm those negative thoughts of doubt and worry with the positive affirmations the word tells us. We are strong in Christ. We can do all things through Christ. Rebuke the negative and praise the positive. We don't know the outcome. And sometimes we're going to have to face it when we don't want to, but embrace uncertainty. Think of it as an adventure. Let's end this episode today with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this message, Lord. Thank you for giving us the story of Gideon, that we can see we aren't always going to feel sure. We aren't always going to feel perfectly capable. Worry and doubt will try to invade our mind, invade our hearts, and keep us from pushing through in the moments that could change everything. Uncertainty isn't easy, but uncertainty is reality. We can't avoid it. We pray right now, Lord, over all of the situations that we are facing with, all of the uncertainty and divisiveness, brokenheartedness, grief, sheer fear of some of the things we are witnessing and having to walk through. Uncertainty is the time that we are living in. And like Gideon, it's our chance to rise to the call. And I pray, Lord, that whatever message, whatever stirring you are giving to our hearts right now, Lord, that we can embrace it, knowing your truth, knowing your word, knowing who you are and who you say we are, Lord. We are capable. We are capable of facing this and knowing, God, that you are ever present with us. May we rely on you, God. May we bow our heads and pray to you, Lord, specifically over the confusions we're having, over the, over the uncertainty we're feeling. We know you are a God of grace and mercy, and we pray that over ourselves and those that are experiencing so much right now, Lord. We pray, God, for unity, for understanding how we can do our part and rise to the call you've laid on our hearts. We pray this in your precious and holy name. Amen. This week, a really fun community piece launched. It's called The Bold Insiders, and it's a private Facebook group. It's a place where we can all come together and have more of a conversation. It's 
going to be so much fun. I have so many plans and so much content is going to be pumped into this group. My prayer is that it's a group to spearhead a wonderful community of like-minded believers that are pursuing personal development, pursuing to make the most out of life, to live with bold intention as my tagline is, because I believe it's now (laughs) we were all born into the time and place that we were supposed to be born into. We were made for such a time as this, each and every one of us. And so I just want to build a community around that message and to get to know all of you more and to just create an atmosphere, a place, a resource for all of us to just learn to lean into God's word, to live in a in community because God created us to live in community and it just to be a wonderful highlight to our life and getting us through this time in our life and what we're all facing and to be a beacon of light and hope and excitement and support for all of us. So you can go to the show notes and follow the link to the private Facebook group. You can go to boldpearls.com forward slash insiders to get to the group. Um, It's a private group, so you just have to ask to join and get in there. We're going to be having so much fun. It's kicking off this month, and I could not be more excited about seeing the growth that's going to take place in that group. Please invite your friends to join in too, because there's going to be a lot of fun going on in there. Please make sure that you're subscribed to this show. Please leave a review, share the podcast, and tag me. It means so much and gets the word out on this community. Please be sure to get into that group and stay connected to us. Until next time, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Romans 12 2. Go live with bold intention, everyone. Bye for now.